listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Tuesday, the 25th of January. This is Recap made for you by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. Oh, you know what's going to happen now, don't you? Yes, it's the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. Sorry about that. That was a really intense intro to the disclaimer. Oh, you're really going to enjoy this. You know what's coming, (laughs) don't you? Sorry about that. I'm just really, you know, it's been a busy day. I'm just like amped. I'm amped for recap and I'm amped to have you back, Alice. Welcome back after a long weekend. Thank you. Yeah, it's really nice. Obviously, um, I was away yesterday for Wellington anniversary weekend. So happy birthday, Wellington. Um, (laughs) But also, um, I've been completely out of whack today because (laughs) I just keep thinking it's Monday. And I I just, yeah, my whole like just work week rhythm is just completely, yeah, gone. Just thrown, eh? It just throws you. Well, wait and see what I'm like next week because it's Auckland's anniversary birthday next Monday. So I'll be away next Monday. And when I get back on Tuesday, I'm going to be a complete mess. It's, it's going to be, I probably won't be able to dress myself properly. I'll be so thrown. I look forward to yeah, seeing how you are then. But no, yeah. how good is a long weekend sort love of at the start it. of the I year? I love a good weekend. I love a good long weekend. Uh, but let's move on because a lot has been happening. I just say that almost every day and almost every week it seems, but it's true. And Alice, I checked my shares portfolio while you're away in the weekend and I must say, it was almost a mistake to do that because I found out that the returns on my portfolio have basically halved in less than two weeks. Yeah, I actually did the same thing too. I checked my portfolio and I must say uh, it does sting a bit, doesn't it, when you see your hard-earned returns slip away a bit. I was sweating. Uh, yeah. I, was, I was sweating, mate. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's all part of the journey of being an investor. Um, you know, there will be ups and downs in the share market. It's entirely normal to see your portfolio fluctuate over time. You're absolutely correct. And it's really nice to know that we're all in this together then. But uh, why has this been happening? What's been going on? Yeah, well, Jose, it's the same old story that we've been talking about on Recap this year. Uh, inflation plus rising interest rates equals share market taking a bit of a hit. That's a great equation. Um, let's just break that down a bit more as a refresher. Yeah, so during the pandemic, central banks all around the world, like the Federal Reserve in the US and the Reserve Bank of New Zealand, were, were printing a lot of money and stimulating their economies um, to support them during COVID-19. Now, on top of that, interest rates have been really low for some time and were lowered even further when COVID first broke out, um, as I sort of just mentioned, all to help stimulate economies. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But now inflation or the general rising of prices has heated up. In fact, inflation in the US just hit a 39-year high. Uh And while a little bit of inflation is generally viewed as being a sign of a healthy economy, too much inflation can be detrimental, particularly if prices of goods and services are rising faster than wages. So everything uh, sort of feels relatively more expensive for consumers. And that's where interest rates come in, right? Yeah, that's right. 
So interest rates are one tool that central banks use to help keep inflation under control. Typically, they'll raise rates if inflation gets a bit too hot, then lower them if the economy needs a boost. Now, that first scenario is what we're starting to see now. Central banks, um, some of them are starting to look to raise interest rates to help tackle rising prices um, or inflation. Now, here in New Zealand, we actually started to see that last year when the Reserve Bank of New Zealand raised the official cash rate twice towards the end of the year. And now the Federal Reserve over in the US is looking to do the same, right? Yeah, that's right. So the Fed has started to scale back the amount of economic stimulus it's been providing to the country during the pandemic. Um, And it also has signaled that it will raise interest rates. Uh, That's what's been causing volatility in the share markets this year. Yeah, and I remember you saying that interest rates impact share markets in multiple ways. Uh, The first you said, I think, was that it makes borrowing more expensive for companies. And the second was to do with future earnings of the company, right? Yeah, correct. So companies are typically valued by investors based on their potential future cash flows and and returns. Now, higher inflation and higher interest rates tend to have a negative effect on the value of these future returns when they're measured in today's dollars. Uh, And so that's that's what we've been seeing in share markets. And I also remember you saying that this effect can be varied across different sectors, but it particularly impacts on tech companies and those with higher growth prospects. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the effect can uh, vary from company to company and across sectors. Um, But as you say, we have seen tech stocks particularly impacted this year. Thanks so much for the explainer. But I guess my question is, what's next from here? Where are we going? Yeah, well, funny you say that because over the next two days, the Federal Reserve is actually meeting. It's one of their kind of regular catch-ups where they sit down and discuss the financial and economic environment and make any decisions that they need to. Now, after this meeting concludes, which is on Thursday morning in New Zealand, they'll issue a statement and do a press conference, just chatting about their conclusions um, and maybe providing some a bit of an outlook on um, what's in store. So analysts and investors are holding out to learn more about, um, you know, any any comments that the Fed might make um, after this meeting. Mm, but what will be in store for the future? I want to know what will happen to my portfolio. There'll be nothing <laughs> yeah, left. Don't, don't we all? But of course, we don't have a crystal ball and only time will tell. Uh, for now and even for the time ahead, we, we might see a bit of volatility and bumpiness in the market as we have done this year so far. But I mean, I said it just before and I'll say it again, it's all part of the investing journey. Markets have dipped before and they they probably will dip again. It's normal and you don't necessarily need to panic. Um, You know, if you are investing for the long term, you've got to take a long term view and keep the big picture in mind. Yeah, totally. And what's that saying? It's about time in the market, not timing the market. Yeah, that's the one. And of course, things like investing for the long term and diversifying your portfolio can be ways to prepare yourself for these situations as well. Thank you so much for the update, Alice. Absolutely lovely to be armed with a bit more knowledge there. But let's look at some of the other news today. And I've got a bit of an update about Fonterra. Okay, so here's some quick Fonterra facts just off the top of my head. Uh, It's New Zealand's largest dairy company. It supplies 30% of the world's dairy exports. And it's a publicly listed cooperative owned by around 10,500 farmers. Thank you for that. And the reason I've brought Fonterra up is because today the company raised its expected farm gate milk price payout to a new record level. Okay, interesting. But what is the farm gate milk price? Yeah, so there's quite a lot about how Fonterra is run that's really complex, too complex to really drill down into the time we have here today. 
But the farm gate milk price is, uh, for our purpose, essentially the price that Fonterra pays its farmers for milk collected, often literally at the farm gate. And that price is calculated by Fonterra in a very complicated process that enables returns to the farmer shareholders. And often the milk price can indicate which way the uh, global dairy industry is going in terms of challenges or general conditions, all of which can be of interest to investors. Okay, so what can you tell us about Fonterra's forecast? Yeah, so Fonterra says it expects this season's payout to farmers to be between $8.90 and $9.50 per kilogram of milk solids. Now that is actually up on the previous record forecast late last year, which had that price range at $8.40 and $9. The CEO, Miles Harrell, says that means that just under $14 billion will be injected into the New Zealand economy. All right, so what's behind these record milk prices? Well, Fonterra says it's a result of increased demand for dairy products as well as a reduction in the global milk supply. So basically what's happening is various markets around the world, including New Zealand, are experiencing weaker production, driven by poorer weather and the increasing cost of feed for stock. Okay, so welcome news for farmers, I'm guessing. Uh, but did Fonterra have any other commentary on its business? Yeah, yes, the farmers uh, will probably be happy, but the cooperative said it will. what this means is that it will put pressure on the margins and the consumer and food service businesses, uh, obviously because they have to buy dairy products. Uh, the company is also watching how inflationary pressure will impact costs as well as disruptions caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. But they maintained that their current guidance for earnings in this full year uh, will remain at somewhere between 25 and 35 cents per share. So we cover a lot of tech stocks here on Recap, but until today, I realised we've never talked about IBM. I know, right? Crazy. IBM is the OG computer company. It was founded in 1911, and the company created so many important things like ATMs, or the hard disk drive, or floppy disks, or the magnetic stripe on cards, as well as pretty much popularising the home PC in the 70s and 80s. Uh, but it has gone through some rough times. In 1993, for example, it posted a $8 billion American dollar loss, which at the time was the biggest in American company history. Alice, do you remember floppy disks at all? Did you just miss that? Like a really, really vague memory of like when I was extremely young. But but hard disk drives, you know, they were they were the gateway to the Sims growing up. So very familiar with them. I love a good Sims reference. (laughs) Thank you. I had had tons of floppy disks everywhere. Do you still have them? No, no, they've gone. I know they're in a landfill somewhere. But uh, I know they used to hold like two megabytes. Man, (laughs) okay. Well, well, thanks for the history lesson. Uh, But why are we talking about IBM today? (laughs) Yeah, so the company posted its fourth quarter results, among which it showed its best sales growth in more than 10 years. IBM reported revenue of $16.7 billion, which is up 6.5% compared with the same period last year. And that was ahead of what had been forecasted by the Wall Street analysts by about $400 million. Okay, so the sort of obvious question here is what's behind this growth? So over the last year, IBM has been restructuring its business. Uh, so what's happening is it's been shedding parts of its business which have been operating under low margins and focusing on more profitable markets. So for example, it recently agreed to sell off Watson Health, which was its healthcare software business, and instead it's been refocusing on its cloud asset assets. 
in revenue from those cloud businesses increased by 16% to $6.2 billion in the quarter. And IBM also reported that it earned $3.35 per share, beating estimates of $3.30. And that has brought us to the end of the show. That was Recap for the 25th of January. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And you can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz. You can also leave a voice message. There'll be a link to that in the episode description. You sure can. See you tomorrow. Matewa. Bye.